Welcome to the Divorce Angel Podcast and thank you for joining us. Get ready to uncover the strategies everyone can implement for successful separation and divorce. This will save you valuable time, money and emotions while learning the secrets to your happy ever after. And now your host, my wife, Tanya Summerton. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Divorce Angel Podcast. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. It's so exciting for me because recently uh, one of my team, we were just having a look at the stats on the podcast and they are going out of sight. And to be honest, in the last um, probably month, our downloads have doubled. So I just wanted to thank everyone that listens and shares and tells their friends about this podcast. It really means a lot to me because ultimately my job is to come out and tell people about not only my experience, but the things I've learned and that I know to make your life better. Because when I was going through this, there was nothing out there. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find the help and the assistance that I needed. And it was all secretive. To be honest, that alone was just another battle I felt like I had to win when I was going through, at the time, what seemed to be the worst stage of my life. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about if you're listening to this podcast. This week, I wanted to have a chat about financial implications. So for everyone, money is so important. Everyone struggles in some way, shape or form with money. And let's be honest, it doesn't matter whether you've got a million dollars or you've got $50,000. Everyone wants more or thinks that they don't have enough. And I've seen clients in my other business where they could earn a very, very good income and other people might look at them and think, well, they're doing so well. If only I earned that amount of money. Yet those individuals are struggling. And primarily it's not about what someone earns, but it's about what they spend the money on. And it's as simple as that. It's got nothing to do with money in, but it's got everything to do with money out. So when people are going through a divorce, Partly what we like to do is we do a strategy and that's what I call a divorce roadmap. We really work out what a client wants out of their life and what they're trying to achieve. Because let's be honest, when you go through a separation or a divorce, it's a chance to reset the clock, start a new chapter, do something different with your life. And I remember when I was going through my divorce, I felt really trapped and I felt that a lot of the decisions that we'd made as a couple really didn't align with my true values or what I wanted out of my life. More, I was a pleaser and I always felt like I was there to make everyone else's life better. So I just went along with it, even though at times I didn't feel like it was was right thing to do. But guess what? Years later, that was just a story I was telling myself. I have free will. I can do and say whatever I want to do and say, as long as I am not hurting other people or things around me. But I was just talking garbage to myself. I was telling myself that I had no right to make myself happy 
at the detriment of everyone else, which as we as I've spoken about time and time again on this podcast is actually not true. If we are happy, then the people around us are happy. And that's what's really important. But if we get back to the financial aspects of what I was wanting to talk about today, when we're going through a divorce, it's a chance to actually clear and cull all of those things that aren't working. So recently, I've had two women in my office, both of them aren't what you would say are overly wealthy. Both are are battlers to some extent. But in both cases, they both have children who have got special needs. So both have disabled children. And both women are around the same age. Their houses are worth the same amount of money roughly. The difference between the two women has been quite telling to me. And one of them who sat down and I said to her, this is your chance to start something new and different. This is the chance where you can change the story or the pages in your book of life. This is the chance where you can actually do something completely different if you want to. And that's the key, if you want to. Or you can continue doing what you've been doing and hope that your life improves. The first woman has, we need to go through, we've done our divorce roadmap, we've looked at her strategy, we need to see if we can now get her finance to keep her house and what that looks like for her. The second woman was in my office for two hours and stood up and turned around and said, wow, Tanya, you have changed my life. How did I change her life? She had it in her to be whoever it is that she wants to be. But what I did was I planted a seed of possibility. I planted a seed of what her life could look like if she didn't live the life she lives right now. And she's a business owner and her overheads in her business when I look through her financials are really pretty high. And if she went to an accountant or a business coach or someone like that, they would say, come on, let's go through and let's review these costs because once again, it's all about the costs that go out, not about the money that comes in. It's about where we spend our money as it goes out. Within probably 24 hours of her leaving my office, I get a phone call from her to say, right, I'm putting my house on the market. 24 hours earlier, she wanted to work out a way that she could keep her house because she didn't want her disabled daughter to feel uncomfortable or to put additional stress on her daughter because she was aware and with what these girls have got, they like to make sure routine things in the same place all the time. She all of a sudden realized that if she sold her house, she could move to a country area where her business would probably have a greater market. She would not have the overheads that she's got. And all of a sudden, she was free to do what she wanted to do. This woman's face and her eyes have completely changed. You can see in her soul that there's an excitement. There's something in her now that's come alive. She doesn't seem to have or she doesn't need to do what she thought she had to do. The possibilities of what is available to her has just grown and grown and grown in the seven days since I first originally saw her. Now, the first woman 
she's we're still going through can she afford the house she is fighting like you would not believe to keep her property but there's this thing that I've noticed and when we push against something that is not meant to happen it causes us pain and anguish and I'm lucky enough that in most cases I can see the outcome for someone before they can even sense it or see it. Now the first woman probably given her finances is probably going to have to sell her house at some stage but at the moment she wants to do everything she possibly can to fight to keep the house. Both women are telling themselves completely different stories as to why it is important that they do what they do. But when you go with the flow and you let what is meant to happen happen, who knows what the outcome could be. And there was a saying that I heard today that I simply love. And that was that there is no mistakes. There is just an outcome. And what happened if this decision was for each of these women took them to a place that they weren't meant to be, what would happen then? Well, they just change the next decision and they they go with the flow. And a mentor of mine has this saying, and it is that everything will always be okay. And I look back now and I think, how right is he? Like even at the stage when I was going through my divorce and I thought I would never get through it, rocking back and forth literally on the floor thinking what are my next steps how am I going to survive how am I going to look after the children what does my future look like these thoughts just kept perpetuating over and over in my head and making me feel more and more like I couldn't get through it where actually when I look back I was stronger than I thought I was. I was able to do more than I ever thought possible. I've achieved more since leaving my ex-husband than I did in all the years we were together. And it was like it was meant to be. It was like I was meant to marry him and I was meant to go through what we went through. And if you've heard previous podcasts, you would have heard me say the first 16 years of my marriage We were really happy and I thought we were aligned, but there was an undercurrent that I could never really put my finger on. And looking back now, I was meant to learn all those lessons. I was meant to go through all of that just so I could be the person I'm meant to be today. Was I meant always to be helping people go through divorce? I don't, I don't know that. I, I hope so because it's really something that I'm aligned with and it's something I get so much passion out of and seeing someone walk in and be completely unhappy and then walk out two hours later and think, wow, I can do this. This is possible. Yes, I can see the steps and the strategy that I need to take to get to where I need to go. And it's not just about a legal document. It's not just about being divorced, like the lawyers say. Like divorce to a lawyer is a legal terminology. Divorce to you and I is a life-changing event. It's something that we can't turn the clock back and ever redo again. We, We have to accept it and move on from it. And the emotional side and the financial side for you and I is so much different 
to just the legal term that a lawyer will go through a process of right now that that's annulled or that's you know you're no longer married anymore that's that's what they think for the rest of us it's harrowing it can be you know it can be the hardest thing that we ever done but I can tell you right now once it's over and you look back you think to yourself how did I ever get through it when we're talking about financial implications of a divorce the what I want you to do I want you to think about not the short-term gain but the long-term gain so in both of these women women one and women woman two both of them are thinking differently. One of them is thinking long-term and one of them is thinking short-term. Obviously, the woman that wants to stay, in my eyes, she's thinking short-term. She's not seeing the bigger picture and what her future looks like. Where the second woman knows right now, if she sells her house and she moves to the country and she tries to build a business, she's going to have a very, very solid foundation. And she's excited about that. And I'm really, really excited for her. And the problem comes years in the future when you begin to see the long-term consequences of your decisions. And looking at just the immediate easy thing to do might not be the right thing right now. And I'll I have clients that go, I just, I don't think I can face it today. I just, I don't think I can face doing that right now. I think I need to leave that for a bit longer. And each of us has to weigh up why we do that. But also ask yourself, is that just a story that you were telling yourself? Are you saying that you can't do it and you're not strong enough? Because if you can get through a marriage breakup, you are actually very, very strong person. A friend of mine once said about a, a friend of ours who was happily married and the two of us were divorced and she said, that person really does not know what it's like to struggle and battle and that's why what they're going through that is so easy like they just they're too scared to make a decision because they don't want to lose what they've got where both her and I we'd been through some awful days and some dark nights so to us it was let's just get on with it let's just give this a chance who knows what might happen who knows what might come out of this decision or stepping on the other side of fear that's what's happening to you right now. If you're going through a relationship breakup or a separation, you've got to step over that line of fear because it's past fear when the real exciting stuff happens. And it's when you push your boundaries of what you're able to do that your life gets exciting and new opportunities arise. So when you're talking about financial decisions and implications, think of the long-term benefit of the decisions that you make today will the decision that you make today is it just easy for right now or are you better off doing something else knowing that the long-term benefit is much much more rewarding in the long run think about how are you investing in your future by the decision that you're making right now? So if it's selling a house, if it's keeping an asset, if it's keeping an investment property or fighting over a business, all of those things are extremely important, but you need to ask yourself, what is the long-term benefit of this? I have another client at the moment, a male client who has a business and has a lot of machinery. 
the question for him was, is it beneficial to keep this machinery or to sell some of it and pay down the debt and reevaluate and start again once this is all over? Now, I can't answer that for him, but it's a question that he can look at himself. And when you're looking at it on face value and what does it mean for the long-term benefits of his ability to earn income, and there's even a bigger thing here. It's not even about income. It's about happiness and survival and living a really long and fulfilled life. But once again, I go back to it's not about money in it's about money out. And what does your money out look like? And are you keeping a house or an asset that is costing you too much to run or to keep? And are you better off just getting rid of it and having less stress and looking at a bigger picture of starting again or having other opportunities? Because when you get rid of that debt, it's amazing how these opportunities arise that you may never, ever have seen coming your way. Ask yourself, ask yourself and be truly, truly honest. Is the money out going to put you and your life under stress under unnecessary stress that is just going to keep you in an unhappy place. Okay, so that's it for this week. If you'd like to contact me, please do. I would love to hear from you and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now.